I walked up on a mountain in the middle of the sky Could see every farm and every town I could see all the people in this whole wide world That's a union that'll tear the fascists down, down, down That's a union that'll tear the fascists down When I think of the you're listening to Orifice Hours, a new podcast segment, a part of the New Queer Order podcast series, where I, Felicia Rose, interview other sex workers about the ins and outs of the job. My goal is to provide a space for them to let their hair down and let the juicy secrets out. And also a space to vent because Lord knows we fucking need it. This week, I'm joined by the amazing, talented, gorgeous and creative Willow Raven, Thank you so much for being on, and welcome to the shit show, Raven. Willow Raven. I said Raven. Yeah, there we go. We're starting off well today. Hello. <laughs> Told you. Told that's you. Happened, so I'm not. I'm not offended. Don't worry. Ms. Raven. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much again for being on. I am so happy to have you for the second time. <laughs> I am too. I'm excited. Awesome. So I want to just jump right into it. I want you to tell us about your journey into getting into sex work, when and why you started, how it's been going, etc. So I had like kind of dipped my toe into it a few years ago. I would say like probably when I was 25 or so and I'm 33 now. Um, I had done a little bit of camming. It like when I say a little bit, like I I did it for like a month, like not very long. I really didn't love it at the time, and I had kind of gotten gotten into it uh, because my boyfriend at the time thought that it would be really hot if I was <laughs> a cam girl. Oh um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and like twenty five year old me was like, yeah, of course, like anything for you, babe. Um, <laughs> that's so, so funny. Then, <laughs> um, about a year and a half ago, I, I was on stress leave for my office job and I was just trying to think of like, you know, what I could do to pass the time, make some extra cash, et cetera. And I had been thinking about getting into like online content creation kind of stuff for a little while. I mean, obviously with the like early pandemic, it, there was a huge boom on OnlyFans. And I had been hearing about it and knowing people who ran a page and everything like that. But I was just always like a little hesitant because I didn't think that I would have anything to offer that, hmm. you know, people would want to subscribe to. <laughs> and um, then I finally just kind of was like, you know what, I'm going to make a page see if there's, you know, any interest. Um, I told myself that if I could get 24 subscribers uh, in the first 24 hours that I would keep it for a month and see how it goes. And I got about 50 subscribers the first like few hours. And I was like, okay, so there's, nice. there's obviously some interest there. Um, and I just kind of really fell in love with it. Like I, so I've been doing that uh, full time now for a year and kind of expanded doing more camming and stuff now, um, but still doing, you know, the, the subscription pages primarily as my main platform. Well, that sounds awesome. The fact that <laughs> I had to laugh at you because the fact that you thought you didn't have something that people wanted just blew it. I mean, I'm sure now you're laughing at that too, right? It's almost like, right. the fuck? Of course I do. Like, I see how successful you've been and so quickly too. It's just... I'm very proud of you and I'm so happy that you're a part of the community now doing sex work. I'm just, I've been watching your trajectory and yeah, proud mama moment, honestly. Like I was very much like, yes, bitch, you got this shit. And also like, I just love the crossover. We have a ton of the same fans and subscribers and yes. whatnot. And I, the amount of people with my DMs like, uh, when's the collaboration? When's the collabo? Like I, I posted on Instagram, like spending my night with Willow and like people already messaged me. I'm excited, but I don't know what it is, but I'm excited. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, so I'm just, I'm so happy that you're doing it. And I'm glad that you had the the confidence and that you had the, you know, willingness to give it a try. Like, I'm just yeah. very excited about that. So fuck yes, Thank bitch. You. <laughs> um, actually, so while we're on the topic, if you want to tell us what kind of content you do create and where we can go to find you. 
Absolutely. So I am primarily on OnlyFans and loyal fans. I do everything from um, solo content, usually like masturbation, joy content, CEI, um, a bunch of, you know, some more dom work, but I, I tend to do more like kind of girlfriend experience type of uh, content. And then uh, I'm also do sometimes some boy girl content. That's not something that I have access to very often um, mm. just because I don't have a partner. And so it's, you know, it's always so funny. Like I find people are always like, why don't you just like sleep with me and I'll do your video. And I'm like, do you not understand how much stuff is involved with this? Like yeah. I need forms, I need like tests, I need everything. But anyway, so I, yeah, I, <laughs> no, I understand. Do, yeah. Um, those I do video chats, sexting. Yeah. Lots of custom work. So you do it all. I do it all. You're just not going to um, fuck some also, random fan. I'm also on ManyVids. I should slip that in. I like just started a ManyVids account. Oh, nice. um, still nice. trying to build that up. So clip sales on there too. Fuck yeah. ManyVids was my first home. So welcome to ManyVids. And I'll be sure to follow you on there. So that way we Yay. Can, I can lurk how cute you are. <laughs> <laughs> you posted a photo today. I was like, God damn, she's such a hot bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so Thank it sounds you. like you you do a lot of similar content to what I do. So you said yes. like JOI and CEI. Do you find that people go after you for more dominant stuff? It sounds like they do. So it's funny, like... I find that I have like a, a very varied clientele. Mm -hmm. um, I portray a more like sweet, innocent kind of like girl next door. I'm the, I'm the girl you can hang out with and talk about wrestling and music and we can hang out. But I also really love leather. And so people mm -hmm. assume that I am like that my page is fully like full dom. Mommy um, dommy. <laughs> yeah, like 100%. And um I it's something that I like doing and I'm exploring more but it's definitely not my full niche I think it's just the look that I have like I have kind of like the more gothy alt girl vibe so people just assume that I'm like gonna be cracking the whip at every minute I do have a place you have, for that. You have black like, eyeliner so you are a dominatrix essentially. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly exactly I think that's hilarious <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I definitely do a little bit of both, but I do tend to attract like people who assume that I am full dom, which I am not. Um, mm -hmm. but like I said, trying to grow in that kind of, kind of capacity more, it's, it's fun. Like this job has really allowed me to expand my horizons. Um, mm -hmm. I remember when I was with an ex, like he really loved being dominated and I felt so uncomfortable doing it because it was so outside of my comfort level. Like I am very much a sub. And so getting, trying to like do that role was not that it was like that I was uncomfortable doing it, but I felt very awkward because it didn't feel mm. natural to me. Like it wasn't and believable so, or something. Exactly. Like I just didn't know what to say. I didn't know if he would <laughs> like what I was saying. I was worried that I would push it too far. You know what I mean? Um, and I was like, yes, <laughs> I, I didn't know what words to use. Like, all these things and so being able to be in this job has made me so much more comfortable in my sexuality and has allowed me to delve into these sides of myself that I didn't really know existed and it's really cool like I, I love having like the chance like I do video chats now with with people who like want a full dom session and I'm like I can do that now like I feel comfortable enough with myself that I know what I'm gonna say I put myself in a different mindset like and so that's really exciting to be. That's awesome. That's yeah. I love the idea of being able to expand your, you know, your own personal likes and comfortability while also doing that in a workspace, because it doesn't yeah. matter what job you do. There's always going to be a new skill that you might be challenged by or think that you're going to be challenged by or just you feel awkward in. And so to learn it and then actually it like opens up your personal life, too. I love that so much. I find yeah. that. I don't, I'm still very much a sub, but I do find I'm much more comfortable now. Before, I would yes. never dominate anybody in the past. And now I'm like, yeah, take your disgusting dick out of your disgusting pain. You know, it's like, and that's not, it doesn't even, I don't skip a beat. Any, I, 
it's funny, I find myself doing way more of that. And sometimes I forget how to be a sub. I'm like, no, I'm, right. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you forget who you are for a second, which is fun. I kind of yeah. like that, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> you actually answered my follow up question, which I love. So my next question is, uh, what is your favorite type of content to create? If you could spend the whole day just doing one type or if you have like a few that you really, really enjoy, that's like in your wheelhouse, you're comfortable, confident and you're like turned on by it. Yeah, I fucking love sexting. Like Ooh. as a service, I love sexting. I think it's something that like, so I, I find that I express myself better through text a lot of the time. So that's why I think I'm good at Twitter. Like I, mm. I, I, I like kind of get the written word and um, I love being able to have that interaction with someone and being able to play off one another and like really get to the core of why they're turned on by something and then being able to kind of like play with that. But if it's just like a specific genre, joy, love it. Like absolutely love being able to like be in control and like tell someone what to do. And it not even necessarily in a dommy way, like just sure. I, there's could something, be encouraging. you know, exactly. Yeah. It's just like, I just find it so hot. And I think it's, it comes down to the fact that I get turned on knowing that I've turned someone else on. Mm -hmm. So like, like that's why I love giving blowjobs. Like I love being able to be like, I'm the one doing this to you right now. Like you're the, you're moaning because of me. Like you're enjoying this because of me. Like that's such a cool power move for me. Hell yeah. And so I love like joy because I'm like, oh, you're, you're listening to every word I say. And I'm the one who's like deciding when you come. And like, I get to like, you know, be encouraging you or like whatever it is. And I just, I, I love that dynamic so much. What so about you? What's your favorite? That Oh, ooh, thank you for asking. I was going to say anybody <laughs> listening that doesn't know that stands for jerk off instruction. So a lot of people that don't dabble in that or, you know, they're not necessarily used to what that genre is are very confused. They're like, wait, I don't need somebody to tell me how to jerk my dick off. And I'm like, duh, that's not the point. The point is we have the <laughs> control in the scenario. And it doesn't have to necessarily, like you said, be dominating. It doesn't have to be like, <laughs> you know, ew, gross. Take your nasty dick out, which is part of the job and so what yeah. some people like but I find most people are on in like interested in the the middle ground of JOI so it's more yeah. like you know I'm in control you're not I'm being cheeky you're not gonna come before I tell you to but yes. I'm also encouraging you and your hot cock you know something in that mm -hmm. kind of genre realm which I actually do like myself I it's one of yeah. the first custom things I was asked to do and then from there, I think it's like the one of the, yeah, no, I think out of all the genres, I have more JOI than I have anything else. So it's my, it's a comfort wheelhouse for me as well. So I do like creating yeah. that. I think my favorite thing to create is, I the, some of the customs that I get are so fucking creative and I love that. I love to take somebody's idea that's it doesn't have to be too specific but it, it you know something where like they give me like three lines about what they're looking for and then I get to create this entire kind of movie out of it and you know I'm mm -hmm. not in a professional fucking studio doing mm -hmm. this but I try my hardest and the other day somebody asked me to basically recreate the idea of being at a swingers party and I'm taking all these dicks and then they get home and they punish me. And that's all they gave me for info. And yeah. what I did with that is, you know, I have like multiple dildos all, like right in the corners of the screen where I'm like sucking each one and then pretending they're coming <laughs> in my mouth. And then you switch to my bedroom and in my bedroom, now we're back home and now I'm taking the vibrating, you know, butt plug you bought me and I can't handle it. And oh my God, it's too high. Ah, well, oh, now I'm coming. You know, something like that. And that was like chef's kiss for love me that. because I love, you know, my, I have a theater background. I have an English background. So it's, it's fun to play with people's ideas and just create like kind of a otherworldly vibe. So I, I really like like customs that help me get creative. Those are my favorites. I would yes. Say. I, sometimes I, I run out of fucking ideas, you know? Oh, sorry. Yes. Like, <laughs> no, no. Oh my gosh. Like one of the things that I love too, is like being able to flex that creativity muscle, like no mm. matter what it is being able to like either it's a role play or 
you know, a fun angle that you haven't thought about, like just the creativity of this job is one of the aspects that I definitely love the most. And I sure. can tell, which is why when I introed you, you know, I made that intro for anybody listening. That's like what I said creative because I even just your Instagram posts are creative. You know, you have like a weekly record of the week, you know, things like that. And I find that that is, you know, something that people can rely on. They can go to look forward to. It's just your creativity. I can already tell without subscribing to you. I know how creative you are. And I, I love that. I just I feel like especially, you know, as amateur porn stars, we're not given as much credit for our creativity. We have to come up yes. with some shit, you know? It's like, oh, yeah. we could write for the big companies. It's just, we're busy writing for ourselves, so. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you do a great job with that, so. Definitely check out Willow's stuff if you want something creative, a custom, or, you know, pre-existing, but definitely I would get a custom from you, yeah. That's just, that's just me. <laughs> okay, my next question is, if you could squash one misconception about online sex work, what is the misconception that you, like, hate the most out of everything? Okay, so I think this is especially where I've been, like, trying, because of the death of Twitter, um, mm. I'm trying to, like, expand into other social media, so I'm trying to get into, like, Reddit and stuff. And I'm on like uh, creator's advice or something like that, where it's like a lot of new sex workers, new folks trying out OnlyFans and stuff. The amount of people who think that this job is just like putting up a photo and having that be that is so wild to me. Like they just don't recognize how much work it really is. And I know that we always say, you know, like sex work is work. There's a lot of work involved in it I don't think that people really understand like how much we actually put into this job like I can be up until five o'clock in the morning working on admin like just mm -hmm. going through different spreadsheets and like the other day I was up until like however long like creating a new business account and like all these things and then also all the shooting that you have to do and I think that a lot of people think that like, okay, I'm hot. I'm going to put my tits on the internet. It's going to be great. And I'm going to get some money. And it's a fun, like easy side piece, like side jobs, not side piece. Side piece. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's so much work to build up a persona. And I think that people assume that it's all about what you offer physically, but it's so much relying on your personality and what you actually bring to the table in terms of how you interact with people and like i i know there are a lot of people who use like agencies and things like that but like the the biggest selling point on my end is the fact that you get to talk to me mm -hmm. and like my personality is everything in this business i have some great tits and a great ass but like mm -hmm. the personality is <laughs> the reason why people continue to subscribe. And so I think a lot of people when they start this, this journey um, are just like, okay, I'm just gonna put some photos up. They look really cute and come and play like, you know, like some other form of play on word, the word come over and over again. Um, <laughs> Like it's, it's more than just putting up photos. Like there's so much right. behind the scenes and so much personality that has to go into it. And like, you really need to find your niche. And I think people don't recognize that. So I think that's like, just yeah. that. Yeah, that was I, a big I would say, no, 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 that was, you said it perfectly. I think that, you know, the small thing I'd add to it is a lot of people see the bigger sex workers, the ones with like 250,000 plus uh, right. followers. And then that probably equals 2000 plus subscribers a month or something like right. that. But I would be interested to see the turnover rate, you know, I'd be the mm -hmm. retention rate. Are these people mm -hmm. sticking around or is there just enough people curious and enough sales going on that next month you have a, a brand new batch of 2000 right. for the, creators like us that are really starting from scratch and don't have that huge, huge following. And we have a niche and all of those things. I think we're working 10 times harder and people don't understand that yeah. from the outside. They see the bigger creators and they're like, 
I have a nice ass. I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But where are you getting your followers from? You don't just wake up and have followers because you have a nice ass, right? So there is, you know, so much that goes into it. Even And and I don't want to discredit the bigger followers. I mean, the bigger content creators. I just, you know, there is a direct correlation with how much, you know, work you're putting. Or I shouldn't say that. There's a direct correlation between how many followers you have and how many subscribers you have. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't wake up with a fucking hundred thousand followers you're not going to have that same number you have to retain your 300 subscribers or your 200 subscribers or wherever the fuck you fall on the spectrum right so i think people often you know they see the bigger the or or they'll be like oh well you have you know nine thousand followers on this platform thirty thousand on this platform twelve thousand on this platform why don't you know that must equal 5,000 subscribers. Bitch, get out of here. You know what I mean? I hit 500 my first month on OnlyFans and I've never hit that number again, right? Like, it's so hard to, you know, and and then then the other thing is the the market is so saturated. You know, there's so many people and people want to subscribe to all different people and how many people can afford that? There's a direct correlation between the recession and how many subscribers we have. People are going to switch from your account to my account sometimes monthly Mm -hmm. because they can't afford both accounts at the same time, even though they'd like to, you know? Yep. So the market's super saturated, especially post-COVID world. And Mm -hmm. because of that, you know, there's so many people people can subscribe to. It's hard to retain. And the more the ability to retain really is based on how much you're willing to give out for free for fuck's sake. You know, my my most successful page is my free fucking page. Yeah. And does it do I get followers off of that? Sometimes not really, you know, so I think you bring up a good point that a lot of people think it's just, oh, I can just take foot pics. No, bitch, you can't. I can't just sell my socks to any stranger. People want to know. Sorry. People want to know your personality first. They want to know where you're from and that they can chit chat with you before they buy your fucking used undies. I I know that sounds silly, but that's the way it is. You have to actually like be a human. You can't just be a fucking robot, you know? Absolutely. It's like, so last night I did a live show and someone, um, it, it ended early. And then one of the people that I was in the chat room with messaged me after and they were like, you know, like, I know you didn't get to like do your come show. Cause like, anyway, only fans just crashed. It always does. And so I didn't get to finish the mm-hmm. show. And he was like, you know, I know that you didn't get to do like a ton of like sexy stuff, but like, I actually really loved just hearing you talk. And he was like, that's the reason why I subscribe is like, I like the more personal stuff. It makes things feel less lonely. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not necessarily just about the sex stuff. It's like you make connections and, and relationships with these, you know, subscribers and followers and they get to, you know, have a connection to you in some capacity. And you can't have that with someone who just posts a titty pic and they're like, have a good day. Right. Like that's, <laughs> they don't have anything to work with. Um, and right. so why, and, why stay subscribed to that? Yeah. And those are the people that aren't going to retain their customers. So they may no. have more because of their exposure online, but, or because they, like you said, they have somebody running it for them. But yeah. I can't tell you how many people I have that won't ever leave me, no matter what my pricing structure is, no matter what, blah, blah, blah. They'll never fucking leave me after seven years because, yeah. you know, yes, some days I don't feel like talking to anybody and maybe I'm a little limited with my con- like conversation. But for the most part, you're getting me real yeah. ass Felicia, unless you want a certain flavor of me, you know. And it's going to be an experience that you're not going, you know, the other day I had two customers in a row complain to me that, oh, these last girls I subscribed to, or like I left, one of them was like, I left your page and subscribed to somebody else. And she was so awful to me. She like kept harassing me to buy content. And I was like, she like messaged for pay-per-views. And I was like, that's not harassing. And they were like, no, no, no. Like messaged me directly and said, why haven't you bought anything yet? I was like, what the fuck? I might blow up your inbox with some PPVs, but I'm going to, I am not, that's because some people will buy every single one. So yes, I'm getting the dollars. Thank you. I'm not, you don't have to open your messages if you don't want to. I'm still putting shit on my main page, but I'm not going to harass you. It'd be like, you know, unless you're talking to me in a free capacity 
and being yeah. annoying and, and wasting my time, that's different. But if you're yeah. subscribed to me, what? Imagine messaging some of your customers and being like, you haven't bought anything in a while. No. <laughs> like, ship no. Blows. Like, how do you even have fucking customers? Anyways. Yeah. So um, to hear that, they don't run their shit the way that we do, though, you know? No, exactly. Like, I've had a, a, a subscriber once message me and he was like, you know, he's subscribed to multiple people and actually bless him sometimes he'll be like you know what i saw this like thing and it it was really cool and it seemed to work a lot maybe you should incorporate that in your page and i'm like okay like i'll i'll nice. take some feedback that's great like but he messaged me and he was like i ordered three dick ratings from three different people and they all sent back the same message what yeah and they like the message was like very clearly exactly the same like he he was like it said like oh i love your dick and like i even showed it to my friend and she said she loved it too winky face and he was like so it's like a copy paste job off reddit or some shit it was definitely one of those like have you ever seen on etsy they sell like how to do a dick rating how to do um... i didn't know that i should start selling that shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah they have like um like because when i was first starting i was like you know where could i get some some ideas from like they Mm -hmm. have menu ideas and things like that but they have literal scripts for dick ratings and sexting and all these things and so if you're buying it other people are also purchasing it and so somehow this guy ended up with the same (laughs) dick rating That is insane. Yeah. I So what I do for dick ratings, I do like a standard and then I do a, a long length. Yeah. And the standard is just like I tell you what I like about mostly the photo itself because yeah. I feel like, you know, you're asking for like what I think of your dick. But you're also asking me like if I sent this to a girl or somebody else, would they like it? You know, that's yes. really what that is. Yes. Whereas the long length, I give you like a, a couple paragraphs of literatica. Yeah. And so like I have to type it out and like it's like a whole story. I can't imagine going on like literatica.com getting like a couple paragraphs. Like what the fuck? And know. that's the see, that's the shit that makes us look bad. 100%. In general. That's it's the we- stuff that keeps people from subscribing to new people like us mm-hmm. because they just had a horrible experience. You yeah. know, it also sometimes pushes them back to us after they fuck up yes. and unsubscribe and go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it, it gives, I can't imagine getting a service, getting such a poor service, and then not wanting to just fucking say fuck it. You know, this is why people watch pirated porn, right? And like that fucking blows. It hurts the whole industry when really you does. are shady like that. I yeah. hate that so much. I, I did I not even know that was a thing. DIY <laughs> till I die is uh is my motto. Same. <laughs> same, same, same. Yeah. I've been doing this forever and I I there's one person that even my customs I won't resell. You know, there's yeah. one person that's like mm-hmm. I want you to resell my cu- the customs you make for me. I think they like ha- they like it, you know, yeah. or they always just say, like, I want you to get as much money out of this as possible. But they sell, they buy it for full price. And right. then I resell it to others. I just take their name out of it. Yeah. And that's it. But other, but like you, I get explicit. Yes. From like before yes. I do anything, I, yeah. I can't imagine like copy paste jobs. I know. I know. It's wild to me. And it's also just like, do you care about this work? Like no. you clearly don't because otherwise you would be putting actual effort into it. Like this is just such a, like, I don't, I don't give a shit. Like you don't care about your subscribers. You don't care about your own brand image clearly. Like mm-hmm. all of this just shows a lack of respect for other sex workers, for your subscribers and also for your own like brand. Like all of yeah, it. Yeah. You don't crap. take pride in it. Exactly. Yeah. I can, I would be so bummed out if I like, accidentally reused something or something you know I don't know how that would be an accident but you know and people were like oh I know that you that this was for somebody else I'd be so embarrassed I'd be like fuck I owe you more I owe you triple now you know like I just cannot imagine not taking pride enough in your work and I know like listen it takes time to do these things yes a three paragraph essay or a voice memo that I don't redo because I there's no edit button in fucking OnlyFans. Yeah, that's sometimes going to take a fucking half an hour. And that's why you charge accordingly. Yeah. You know, if it's going to take a lot of time, then you have to just charge more. Yeah. But fuck, even my video descriptions, I try to like make as 
powerful as possible. I just don't understand that. That kind of blows my mind. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. So to ask another question, um, has anybody ever been like, fuck you, you're a sex worker. I'm not going to fuck you. (laughs) Um, No, but I did have someone um, that I was like, sort of like starting to, to see about dating um Mm -hmm. and they they did tell me um one night that they were having reservations not because of the like the the nudity or anything like that it was the one-on-one aspect of speaking to subscribers doing video chats and sexting um because they felt like that was like a more personal thing and that they would have a hard time. Like they would see it as like me not cheating, but like going outside of the boundaries that they were comfortable with. And I was like, you realize that this is a job, right? Like Like they're paying me. They're paying me. Like, don't get me wrong. I love a sexting session. Sometimes I get really, really turned on by them. Like I I get really into like the stuff that I, I do and I do form connections with subscribers that I have. But there's always still that boundary that like I will not let myself cross and I will not let other people cross either. Like the minute that someone starts being like a little bit too much like, well, Willow, like maybe next time that you're in town, like maybe sure. like, I I cut that down pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, I mean, you're mad that someone's paying me like 15 bucks to tell them how much I like their dick. Like, really? It. So that was really frustrating. He ended up uh, ghosting me by not showing up to the bus station. Um, the- oh, that was that press. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we were supposed to hang out and he just never showed up. Um, so that was like one thing, but I've never had anyone like not want to hook up or anything like that. I think that there's, it's the opposite where they're like, ooh, do I get to be the person to sleep with the girl that like mm. other people want to sleep with? Like, yeah, it's a conquest. So, yeah. And so I also am like, mm, not into that. I don't like yeah. being felt like I'm like some kind of prize or anything like that really icks me out. Um, yeah. Like a braggable oh. item kind of thing. Yeah. I, I just like, I refuse to do that. Like, I, I, I don't think that anyone's like rejected me because of it, but mm. yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, the insecurity of, that's so personal yes is is strange to me mm-hmm. um it it's not like you're meeting up with people i can understand the discomfort of the fact that your person your your person is with the person yeah even still it's it's a job again a job. but obviously there is a difference between a physical boundary and like a uh, internet if yes. you will yeah but at the same time it's just like you know, and I do like that you said that, like, your job turns you on. Same. And it ne- doesn't necessarily mean the person on the other end is turning me on. It turns right. me on because I'm looking at my own hot tits. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I you know, like, I, it's like, um, I'm playing with my nipples. Yes, the pussy's wet. Like, yeah. what do you want from me? <laughs> you know, I also just gave, like, the bombest description of what I would do to a dick. Doesn't really matter if it's yours or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that just turned me on because I'm I'm imagining it in my goddamn brain, yes. you know? It's so interesting what makes people insecure. It's have you weird. ever gotten off on your own content? Oh, yes. I Bitch, have yes. <laughs> I don't think I've ever edited a video and not gotten off. Like, not necessarily, like, had to stop and masturbate right. every time, but, like, just my pussy swells, I get wet, etc. Yeah. Every time I edit anything. Yeah. Online. Absolutely. Yes. I'll yes. read my I'll read my job my video descriptions and I'll be like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I have to buy that from myself. I have to rewatch it, you know? Because I have so many videos now, I don't fucking remember what I've made right. half the time. So I'll run into one to like go resell or post and then I read the description and my old descriptions are like two sentences. I couldn't have given less of a fuck because that's not my online shit isn't where I was selling it. It was yeah. like more personal stuff. Excuse me. <clears throat> but my obviously ever since like six years and further, all of my descriptions are so intricate that I'm like, fuck, what did I do in this video? Oh, shit, I did that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, obviously, I would assume that. I mean, do you get off on your content? Oh, yeah. Like, sometimes I'll, like, not even when I'm, like, editing it. Like, sometimes I'll just, like, be in the mood and I'll be like, oh, I 
remember like that with video was pretty hot and then yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes no it's honestly i think if your content isn't turning you on then why would it be turning other people on unless right. it's not your your wheelhouse unless yeah. you know there's certain con uh stuff i make that i don't necessarily really like that much yeah. or i'm a little more embarrassed by because it's just not like my comfort zone necessarily yeah. Um, but yeah, anything that I would watch as a consumer, I watch of my own. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Yeah. Agree. Yes. <laughs> like the, okay. So we, this is a weird aside, but this is the show to talk some weird random shit. Um, whenever I'm so horny and I haven't gotten off in like a few days or whatever, I not whenever, but oftentimes I'll have a dream of me masturbating in the mirror weird right i feel like it's similar like my brain is like yeah. turned on by my own so i'm like damn yeah damn i could just do it for myself okay all right <laughs> it's a fucking weird weird thing to admit but you heard it here first i've never said that to anybody before so willow you bring out all these I'm things in me. <laughs> me too i love talking to you i could talk to you forever honestly um if you could change one aspect of the job what would it be like any aspect at all doesn't matter admin side content side human side <laughs> um i just wish that there was a more consistent way to advertise um that was not so um it's the word that i'm looking for like I, I wish it was more easily done to explicitly advertise. Like I'm so sick of all the websites just being like, we, my page, like I can't talk about what it is, but like, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, not being able to post, like I, I literally got my account, my Instagram account banned because I held up a Playboy oh and they said God. that I was promoting pornography. Playboy has a fucking verified account on there. Oh my like, are God, you kidding that's me? so stupid. It's so stupid. And like, and you know, with Twitter kind of collapsing right now and a lot of other websites, like I just wish that it was easier to, yeah, just like put yourself out there because it's like so much of a business is advertising and marketing and we don't have the outlets to do that like a regular business would because there's so much of it that's blocked that because of you know stupid laws about like decency and whatever so that's one of the things that i wish i could change is just like <laughs> like i just wish that sex work was more like accepted in in society that is like right. the crux of all of this is just like i just wish that it wasn't viewed as some kind of like i don't know moral issue or anything like that like just let people make porn let people enjoy porn just it's not going anywhere it it's mm -hmm. always been around regardless of like whatever kind of content has been available like people were watching people fuck and like there's been there's been so many like i i knew it sorry i'm ranting again <laughs> no you're not but, this is your space to rant it's the point of it <laughs> um but yeah so I, I just I just wish that it was more accepted and like easier to promote and like talk about like I'm so sick of having to tell people like I work in social media marketing or like you know whatever mm -hmm. it is that I mean depending on the person I will say that what my job is but I'm not going to tell like my dad's friends what I do yeah um, yeah and god forbid they subscribe it'd be awkward <laughs> yeah like, you know so like for the most part i tell people that i'm a content creator then they kind of get what i mean um sometimes they mm -hmm. push a little bit more and then i'm like adult content um but like i would love to be able to cross the border and be able to say what i do without having to worry about whether or not i'm going to be banned from the country like oh jesus you know? <laughs> christ i never even thought about that yeah that's oh that's yeah. terrible yeah that's yeah. that's the thing is having to lie about who you are and and not Ooh. even in the fucking personal life capacity just like in general on your taxes yeah. and your fucking to cross the border things like that you know yeah. 
it's so disappointing that we're at this place and it was still to this day, you know, never mind yeah. how we treat in-person sex work, but like even exactly. online sex work being such a demon, it's like, well, you tell us you don't want us to work in quote unquote in the streets, but you, so we give another option that we can do. Right. And yeah. that's not good enough because we're still yeah. all a bunch of hoes or whatever the fuck people right. think. And it's just so disappointing. Like we almost lost only fans this year because of the credit card processing company. Yeah. And then they realized like there would be 200 creators left <laughs> and they were yeah. like, oh, fuck, never mind. Because people started to leave in droves anyways, just even before yeah. they started to make the changes. So, yeah. you know, I think then, you know, of course, the dollar bill plays into it. And it's all because not always, but typically it's because there's, you know, some religious, you know, backing behind all mm -hmm. these different companies and their, yeah. you know, their sister company and their brother company and their mother yeah. company or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. And because it's a Christian company and oh, fuck the porn, yeah. you know, so it's just, yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you there. It's, it's such fucking nonsense. It'd be so nice to be able to be like, hi, Instagram, I'm on OnlyFans. Yeah. And the only people that can promote their OnlyFans are the ones that don't get naked or whatever. And yes. it's just like, well, what the fuck? You know, it's so that what are you clicking on our OnlyFans and subscribing before you ban us? You know, like that's the yeah. shit I don't get. I see so many wrestlers with say, you know, they're just showing butt and, and bikini and fine. I'm not not to discredit, you know, get your yeah. fucking bag. But they can say OnlyFans right there on their caption. They can link it in their bio. It's not a problem. Yeah. And as soon as you show some titty and you're doing X-rated stuff. You can't even promote it. So I'd love to know how the fuck they know who to ban. That's such nonsense to me. It's really frustrating. Like I saw a friend of mine recently who um, like posted just like dropped my OnlyFans. Go check the link. But it was a link to their new album. And I was like, okay, but you can't like I can't actually promote mine. But you are using it as like a, a baiting a technique. Yeah. You know, like that fucking sucks. Like that makes me feel shitty too, that you think that my job is just like a joke that you can use to try and get people like, oh, kind of excited. And then like, it also just like, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a weird thing where it also insults the subscribers because like, then you make them feel bad that they're excited about the idea of you having an OnlyFans. And then you're like, <laughs> just kidding. I would never do that. Like, yeah, I, I also see a lot of people go, can you stop asking me if I have an OnlyFans? Yeah. Like, God forbid, like, first of all, I get it. People are annoying, whatever. But you're insulting creators and you're insulting the people who are interested in potentially seeing more from you. Like, mm -hmm. again, there's, I'm sure there's people that ask in uncouth ways and I'm not excusing their behavior, but it's not obscure and strange to want one of your favorite creators or whatever the fuck they do to have an OnlyFans. And even if they just show a little ass cheek or something, like right. it's not that out there anymore for the the standard online famous person to have one. So why are we getting mad at people for asking? I think that's so fucking rude. Like yeah. get over it. <laughs> you know, people are <laughs> going to, ask, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. People will ask because people want to see more. And people that's Again, you don't don't do it in a fucking rotten potato way. Don't be a fucking creep creep deep, you know. But at the same time, if you ask politely, hey, any chance of getting an OnlyFans? You shouldn't be yelled at. Like, right? Yeah. Sorry, it's like saying, would you get a Patreon? Some people put nudes on Patreon, you know. Yeah. So, I digress. I'm on a rant now myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you unwind after all you do? So, like, obviously. We, we talked about the part where we get turned on, but there has mm -hmm. to be times when we get turned off, right? There is yeah. those moments where we're like, fuck, that interaction sucked, et cetera. Yeah. How do you take care of yourself mentally, physically, et cetera? I'm still working on that. I am. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, um, you know, like I said, it's been a year that I've been self-employed. And so I think I'm still working on like, the right schedule, all these things. One of the, one of the boundaries that I've given myself is that I don't work customs on weekends. And I don't take videos oh, nice. back on weekends. Sometimes I'll do like sexting sessions or something if I'm available, but mm -hmm. I just give myself a couple days and maybe it's not the weekend. Maybe I work on Saturday, but I take the Friday off or I take a Thursday off, but I always try to have at least two days a week where I have just to myself, where I'm not creating content, 
I'm still checking my pages and stuff like that. I'm mm -hmm. still talking to subscribers, but I have things pre-scheduled so that I don't have to be actively working. That's but smart. It's very smart. Yeah, but I, I find that I still definitely like struggle with it. Like I only realized last week, like I can schedule lunch breaks for myself. Yeah, yes, and you should. <laughs> right? And you should. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, was, none of this marathon shit. No, mm -mm -mm. like I would, can't do I would it. eat a quick meal for like 10 minutes and then I'd go back to creating content or like working on admin or whatever. And then I was like, wait. Willow, why aren't you scheduling like an hour to mm. just eat, watch some TV, maybe read a book, maybe go for a walk, hang out with your cat, like just sometime in the middle of the day to kind of just like, because I worked office jobs, I had hour long breaks and it was great. And then I would get back to work and I would be feeling refreshed and I would be like, I have enough energy to go for another five hours and I feel great. And why was I not giving myself that for this past year and a half? <laughs> like, yeah. why was I not giving myself any downtime? So it's still something I'm working on. Um, if you have any tips, please, please send them <laughs> along. <laughs> so I, I was going to say I, it was hard for me for while I was doing the same thing because I only have a window of time in the day to record. And right. I, I used to have four roommates. Now I have one. And right. The four, actually, some of them worked overnight. Some of them worked during the day, but like shortened hours. And then right. the one that I still have was like a nine to fiver or right. is a nine to fiver. And then I prefer I work best in the morning into the afternoon. And so that schedule worked for me. But for with COVID and all, you know, there were so many times where I didn't have a set schedule of times to film. So I'd get a random Tuesday to film and I would fucking film as me uh, like literally at 25, 30, 35 videos all oh in one. God. Yeah, your eyes are wide and it customs on top of random, you know, things I would just think up on the fly on top of, you know, video dick ratings and going live. Like I would literally go live in the middle of my day instead of taking a lunch. Right. So <laughs> my yeah. new method is, first of all, two things. Absolutely take a lunch. You, yeah. I always say film your gagging and your butt stuff first. Get it out of the way so you don't have an excuse later to, right. oh, I ate so I can't film my throw up. Well, I right. can't throw up. I can't <laughs> film my gagging video or my extreme throat fucking video because I'm going to feel sick after or right. whatever. So I always suggest do that stuff first. Get it out of the way. Even if you have to reshower, et cetera, it doesn't fucking matter. Just yep. get that done and over with so that the easy stuff comes later and then you can give yourself a lunch. I used to save that till after. And it was the worst idea in the world because as much as it made sense for like having to like shower after and stuff, it made no sense for like keeping myself from burning out really quick, you know? Yeah. So like you got to do that stuff first. The other thing is you have to like remember you can always do more tomorrow or another day, right? you know? And especially I know you live alone, so that's easier probably for you, but yeah. Um, I maybe I shouldn't have admitted that on this thing. <laughs> it's fine. You live by yourself. Creeps <laughs> <laughs> out there, you know. I got a, I got a cat. He'll there you go. You got to, yeah. Basil will fuck you up. <laughs> Hell yeah. But um, you know, uh, as long as you know you're gonna, you're going to have time. You're going to be able to do it, and you know what? Your customers will understand if you mm -hmm. truly can't bring yourself to do it. Don't work yourself up more. Don't get more anxious. Don't get more emotional because you can't get to that thing. Your customer will understand. And if they don't understand, they're not the right customer for you. 100%. And, you know, what I do first is I do all of my, like, out outstanding stuff that's the oldest. And yeah. I usually don't. It's usually, like, I give a timeline. But if, say, one thing is a day late. Right. Okay, I'll do that first versus yeah. the stuff I just got today. So, you know, be be kind to yourself. That's like my number one suggestion. People will be kind to you too. Like I just broke my toe yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. And because of it, I had to like sleep really early and I was, everything was just so taxing. And yeah. a couple of people are getting their stuff two days late. Yeah. It's okay. They're, they're okay with it. I gave yeah. them a heads up. They're not shitting their pants. It's totally fine. Everybody's like, please just get better. I don't. I will jerk off to this for the end of time. It's yeah. totally okay to be two days late, you know? <laughs> um, and then my last suggestion is always treat it like real sex. 
you have to treat, especially filming, sexting is whatever, you know, there's not a lot that goes into certain, as in, I don't want to say not a lot, I mean physically not a lot that goes into, mentally of course, but you have to treat it like you just had actual sex. Right. AKA, give yourself aftercare. Mm. If you just spanked your ass for an hour, if you just gagged in a dildo for half an hour, if you, whatever you just did, you have to give yourself aftercare. You have to treat yourself the way that you would want a partner to treat you after they just fucking slapped your face five right. times and made you suck their dick hard or whatever it was, right? So you have to be your own aftercare provider, but you definitely need to do that. I love that. I really I love, love that a lot. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I love that a lot. Good. Well, I mean, I if there's anything that I didn't do for so long, and I would suggest it's that because... Yeah. Lord knows I would go from 35 videos to showering real quick, getting everything cleaned up and, and getting back to my room to sit there and edit all night. What? Right. Bitch, what? Yeah. Give yourself a fucking minute, you yeah. know? Eat a bonbon or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and to wrap this beautiful conversation up with the lovely Willa Raven, I wanted to ask you my final question, which is what is the most ridiculous? And please talk all the shit. Please, please. No judgment. We're not king shaming, but... What is the most ridiculous or specific request you've ever gotten that you that just made you laugh or shake your head or whatever? There's a few. <laughs> oh yeah, give them all to me, all of it. <laughs> so there's, there's one person who has messaged me a couple times to just uh, have me rev my engine of my car. You always get these cool ass requests. What yeah. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um. So I just rev my engine um for like I, I don't do it all at once because I get like too paranoid so I like take clips and then I edit them together and I'm like 30 seconds here 15 seconds here like 45 seconds there and I remember the first time I was like there's no way that like this dude is gonna like this and he was like wow you really gave it to that car like that was so <laughs> hot and I was like that's awesome okay like who knew <laughs> I could rev a car that good like all right um love giant test content because I always think it's very creative and fun like I've had one where it was like I'm I'm in your panty drawer and you're mad at me so I like put the camera on in the drawer and like opened it and stuff like that or like see you're so creative (laughs) (laughs) but like probably my favorite one so there's uh there I have a subscriber who loves to have me do uh like fighting role plays where I am fighting like ninjas trying to get into a castle or like the most specific one was the putty patrollers from Power Rangers. Oh shit. Yeah. So I had to pretend that I was a Power Ranger and that I was like fighting the putty patrollers. Which ranger did you pick to be? Pardon? Which ranger? So I, I was just like my own version of the Oh, okay, okay. I wasn't sure if you like channeled the pink ranger, the red ranger. No, I was just like my own like willow, like full ranger. Um, (laughs) And it's always just like very fun. It's like, it's very specific. Like he has very specific needs. He's like, it's, it's never sexual. Like I never get topless. I never show any skin I don't do any kind of like you know masturbation or anything like that it's solely pretending to fight imaginary villains your acting must be a fucking plus it is this so is much great. fucking fun I, this is I, great uh, I did improv in seventh grade so you know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm a bit well of a versed. thespian thank you very much <laughs> But, uh, no, that, that's yeah, fucking I, like, awesome. I have so much fun with it because, like, I get to play a character and do something that's out of my comfort zone, and like, I think it's so fun. Like, I I just have such a blast doing those videos. It's it's so cool. I'm like, I and every time he's like, I'll have another one for you tomorrow. Like, I'll have another one in two days. And I'm like, okay, awesome. like, let's do it. Like, I'm so excited about them. So that's definitely mine. What about you? Oh, <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, well, you like you gave me positive one. Well, no, I guess the rev engine is interesting. Where it's like, what? What are you? 
where did this come from? You know, that, I think that's my number one thing is I always question where the fuck did you get this fetish or paraphilia? Right. And not in like a head scratchy, like judgy way, just in like a, I'm fucking curious. The psychology behind a lot of this stuff keeps me fucking going. I won't oh, yeah. lie. And it's, uh, and it's, it's, uh, you know, what's really tough is the one, the requests I get that I know come from trauma, unfortunately, mm. not to bring this into a damp, dark right. place, but you know, there are plenty of requests that do come from trauma and you know you don't always know but there are a couple different paraphilias that are almost always directly linked to trauma and it's tough because I just want to like hold them (laughs) right I want to like coddle them and be like you want to just talk instead right you want to let it out yeah I think we need therapy hour with Felicia instead of you know me doing this thing but um that's just like the the psychology background in me. Not that I have yeah. a huge background in it, but like the few psychology courses I took, yes. you know, <laughs> we're you know we're actresses over here and psychology right. professors. <laughs> but you know, that's it. Always makes me think of that because you know, on my my other podcast, the Screw, I always explain. I'm very specific about it. I'm like, there's no king shaming here, but there yeah. are definitely things that tell me that you need to work on some stuff right. and only because like your childhood probably had some shit in it. And like, that sucks. Yeah. Um, and I just want what's best for everybody. And at, at the same time, it's giving you an outlet. Right. Mm-hmm. And that might be therapizing. That, I don't know if that's a word. Um, it might, that might be therapy for you as well. So it's one of those things that like, I'll get some, some crazy ass requests, but my favorites are, there's this one customer who probably has like a fucking, I've probably like 30 videos for me at this point or some, some ridiculous number. And he, he like always makes like an ongoing series out of like a couple. And I love those because they're so specific and so creative. And I just get to let my like acting hair down. And I really like that because I can do no wrong in his eyes. And he's always like, this is the hottest thing I've ever fucking seen. (laughs) Oh, and then I, oh, and you know, I do have that one customer, like he'll buy like my, the skin off of my feet like my dry skin and like you mentioned he'll ask for photos of me in like really unflattering positions and I wouldn't do that for anybody else but him and like you know stuff like that he buys like random shit off of me I'm like I'll be like hey honey I have these fucking crusty ass slippers you want them and he's like yes I do (laughs) I'm like okay baby so I'm a big fan of not wasting uh I I I don't want to say I don't hoard, but with like clothes and items that I know are just going to end up in a landfill somewhere. Right. I like to like recycle, like give out my old clothes to people if possible. So being able to give every single pair of used sneakers to a person makes me fucking happy because they're going somewhere else and they're not going to be put in the trash. Right. And that's one of my favorites. So <laughs> I love how you keep asking me questions back. I appreciate it. So well, I want to learn about you too. <laughs> I love you. You're so cute. Um, okay. So that was a wonderful interview. And I thank you so much for being on. I guess it was more like a hair down, chit chat, shit talk. But I would like for you to now pimp yourself out. Tell us where we can find you, how we can find you, et cetera, et cetera. So the best way is to go to willowraven.ca. Um, it's my website. I have all of my links on there. So I'm on OnlyFans, Loyal Fans, Many Vids, uh, all social media that you can think of. Um, but all of those will be on willowraven.ca. Awesome. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we go? I love Felicia. I love you so much. <laughs> Just like support porn support, you know, amateur porn. And I think making sure that you know what you're expecting from a provider is also very important. So make sure that you, you know, read bios to see what people are offering if they are, you know, what your budget is um, and what you are expecting from a a provider of any kind. Um, And don't forget the person behind it. Very well put. Thank you for adding that. It's very important for us. 
Well, thank you again, Willow Raven, for being on the show. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Orifice Hours. You will be able to find this specific segment of the NQO podcast once every, I believe, four months, but I'm not sure. If you're listening the day that this drops, it is my birthday. Happy birthday. It's also World AIDS Day. Go get tested for HIV. I love you all, and thanks for tuning in. I walked up on a mountain in the middle of the sky Could see every farm and every town I could see all the people in this whole wide world That's a union that'll tear the fascists down, down, down That's a union that'll tear the fascists down When I think of the men